0: Hello and welcome to Loose Cannons. My name is Louis and I'm joined here today with my beautiful and as always sexy co-host Jonathan. Now today's episode I want to be talking about what happens to us when we die. Well I'm going to start off this way. What is your dream way of dying? What's your dream death?
1: It's great to be with you today Louis Uh, as always. uh, You know I think think we're both two sexy single individuals for any females listening to this podcast. You know, I'm not the only sexy one. So uh, if you want to hit us up, feel free. I know you're not going to, but, you know, figured I'd throw that out there.
0: Um, That is true. If you're looking for uh, Jonathan's uh, Instagram, it is at Johnny Sins.
1: Yes, yes. I also have many videos online that you can consult with. I'm quite the professional (laughs) pizza man and and cop and uh, plumber. Yeah, you you've done a lot of day, haven't you? I have, yeah. yeah. I, consider yeah I think myself you
0: would a... have a pretty fulfilling life if you were to die tomorrow.
1: Yeah, yeah. I consider myself a jack-off of all trades, for sure.
0: Uh... <laughs> Good one.
1: Anyways, uh, you know, that's a great question, Lewis. I haven't really thought about, you know, how I would want to die. But I think a blaze of glory would definitely, you know, be the way to go. Even though it would be incredibly painful... I would love like a, like an old Western like shootout that lasts for two hours, you know, something like that. That would be really interesting. Driving off a cliff through like a ring of fire while listening to like an amazing soundtrack while the cops chase me, you know, in GTA style, they like fall off the cliff with me. We're all just plummeting to (laughs) our death. I think that would be very interesting. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of ways to go. How about you, Louis?
0: So you want to go out with five stars?
1: Yes, yes. I want the tanks. I, I screw it. I want like it wasn't there one GTA where you could get like six stars. I want that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, and and that's when the army comes. So yeah, the tanks would come out then. It was like yes. San Andreas and like Liberty City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they removed it to five. My my dream way of going out, honestly. Um, I, I respect your way. Uh, but I'm not going to copy it. Uh, I've I've always had a, a a realistic dream. Not to say that getting five stars and and jumping off a cliff with six other you know police escorts is is not realistic. But for mine. Um, A car crash, but not any car crash. I want it to be an intentional one <laughs> where I'm in the car that I love the most. Okay, here's the thing, right? I-, I love vintage cars. I love muscle cars. And the thing about older cars is that they lack safety features like ABS and traction control and airbags. So if I had to go, um, it would have to be, you know, going at upwards of 170 miles per hour. In a first-generation Dodge Viper, no airbags, no traction control. Uh, none of that, just a crash. It's a convertible, too, so fling me out the car and, you know, we'll see where I land. But that would be the way that I go. It won't be an open casket, I'll tell you that much.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. So really, the moral of the story is don't drive with either of us, because I'll drive <laughs> off a cliff and you'll drive into a wall. So it's, yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm picking up here. <laughs>
0: I mean, I mean you have you kind of we, we're giving them the option, right? It's yeah. either into a wall or off the cliff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, those are your two options. You know what? If you're listening to this episode, <laughs> please email us and tell us how do you want to die? Because that's cheery.
0: You know what I should have said? You know what I should have said when you asked? I should have just said next to you. <laughs> in, the, in the car in the in the car chase. That would have been so sweet.
1: If you were next to me, I would have. I would have just stopped. You know. You oh, know when it's like. You know what it's like. You're both about to jump into the pool, and then that one person's like three, two, one, and then you jump, but they don't. That's what I would have done to you. So like, we would have both had the agreement. We'd
0: be in the same car.
1: Oh well, in that <laughs> case, I would have been like, "You're ready to go off the cliff." Would have been like three, two, one, and then I'd like press a button, and the car would split in half. I'm like, I would be safe, and then you would just fly off. And I'd be like, I made your dream come true, Lewis.
0: No, like, okay, from a physics standpoint, that wouldn't make sense though, because the car would split in half, but then only the brakes on your half would work. So, but the brake on your half would work, but there are only two wheels on your half, and they're on one side of the car. It doesn't balance anymore. You know, you're
1: thinking really deep into this, and uh, I I don't appreciate you testing my logic.
0: (laughs) I mean, we all know that I was always, like, one of the best guys at physics in school, right? Oh, yes,
1: yes, absolutely. I think I was right there up
0: up with you. I I think
1: I got, like, a B minus, C plus, maybe. You got a B minus? That's actually pretty good. Yeah, I slept with the teacher, but, you know, that's...
0: (laughs) Oh, okay. You know what? I do remember our physics teacher being a little bit flamboyant.
1: There you go, man. You got to take it where you can get it. No, our physics <laughs> teacher was. was super chill, by the way, and I did not sleep with him. I just want to clarify that.
0: He was actually yeah, did a lot more than that BDSM
1: kind of stuff. That's true. That's true. He, he was one of like the I, I'm not going to say his name because we've already slandered him publicly. Uh, I guess <laughs> that now. is
0: true. Uh, I don't
1: want him to lose his job because he he's a really he's a really cool guy. Uh, but he was definitely one of those teachers that I actually did appreciate even though I didn't like the course at all, you know?
0: Wait, you mean you appreciate or one of the teachers that appreciated the subject that he was teaching?
1: He was one of the teachers that I appreciated because I thought that he was cool and I thought that he was at least energetic about the subject and was nice, you know?
0: I don't know. It was, it was definitely really, really good. I mean, especially after uh, experiencing the science teacher that we got the following year. <laughs> oh, I totally missed our <laughs> physics teacher. i not going to lie. I still have the scars in my head.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, honestly, you know, my favorite part of uh, was, of chemistry was when we were doing the labs. And like the first lab, like half of the instructions didn't even make sense. And I pointed it out in the lab. And he was like, yeah, but I told you at the start of the lab not to pay attention to those directions. I'm like, well, then why did you write them? Do you proofread? This is an educational environment and you are not proofreading your material before you give it to people.
0: See, that's the thing. After that, because I know what you're talking about. After that first experience, I just never listened to him ever again. And honestly, that just made the entire process even harder. (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Speaking of harder, Johnny sins. Check out my videos. ah, all right, your Instagram.
1: Yes, yes. Wouldn't it be <laughs> Wouldn't it be great going out with videos, just a raging erection? But uh, sorry, what? Huh? <laughs> what, what did you say?
0: <laughs> I heard raging erection, so That's, I think you should go.
1: Did, did I say that? I, I don't yeah. know. I I think I I think I was just speaking uh, based on my current state uh, that. No, it's it's pa- it's past that time. I've already woke it up, you know. It's past the first oh, yeah. five minutes. Fair
0: enough, fair enough. Well, I'll tell you what. Set the scene. We're both in chemistry class. We both didn't listen. The place blows up. We both die. Let's talk about the afterlife. So where yes. do you think we're going to go?
1: Yeah, well, uh, I'm a Christian, so heaven.
0: Okay, so you believe in that heaven and hell thing?
1: yeah yeah that heaven and hell thing that people okay well here's in an interesting thing right everyone always years. talks
0: about heaven and hell like you know it's a big deal but no one really talks about purgatory i, I want to know what you think purgatory actually is like it's what is because it because like? i'm
1: not a catholic i don't believe in Wait, purgatory is
0: purgatory just a catholic thing now
1: yeah it, it, no it wasn't just a catholic thing now it's always been a catholic thing
0: no way Am i might yeah. just i'm actually just learning this
1: wow there you go the more you learn
0: do, 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 do. Wait seriously. So you're telling me that you know uh if you're a Catholic you go to purgatory but apparently if you're not a Catholic you have like a Disneyland fast pass and you either go up or down?
1: Yeah man, you, you don't even get a choice. They don't even put you through a trial. No, I think you do. I think basically you get to the gates of heaven and then uh that dude, I forget his name, he's got a big book of things that you did right and you did wrong and he's like, "Yeah, you did this right, or you did this wrong." But with like and then they just decide like, "Oh, you're going to heaven or you're going to hell." And then and with Catholicism, there's like a really long wait. Like the wait list is just extreme. You know, it's like a college wait list. You gotta wait like two months at least. And then okay, well be that- I
0: was I was raised a Catholic. Um, I regret every minute of it, but. When I was raised a Catholic, this was what I understood. You can just get a fast pass to heaven if your, you know, your goodness in life, I guess, or whatever, heavily outweighs, like, all the sins that you've created, you know what I mean? Mm. But if it's more of, like, a 50-50 situation, then, you know, it's kind of like, oh, we kind of have to, like, reassess you for a second. So go wait here for a couple of centuries, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, obviously, if you end up like Hitler, you're going to straight to hell, so. I mean, are you
1: familiar with the sale of indulgences? What? Okay, so the sale of indulgences—this was the entire reason why Protestantism, if that's a word, was was founded by Martin Luther—is because the Catholic Church was basically was basically paid to win in history. Like, <laughs> instead of like your goodness outweighed everything, it was hey, give our church a bunch of money, and we'll make sure you get into heaven. Oh, okay, yeah. So basically
0: Catholic heaven is just pay to win.
1: Yeah. So these priests would like, would basically, um, offer people these, uh, these slips or something. If they gave enough money, that was like a, Hey, you get into heaven when you die sort of thing. And they were like glorified salesmen. Why do you think all the Catholic churches are covered in gold? Do you think they just found that?
0: Okay. To be fair, uh, I I went to Catholic churches in Malaysia where, um, (laughs) it was basically just wood. (laughs) The mud hut. (laughs) what is gold man no you know what is the most extravagant shit just the uh what is it called the, the orthodox ones the, the Russian ones those are the bougie ones
1: yeah yeah well those are the only nice buildings in Russia
0: that that is true See, those are the real pay-to-win guys man that's yeah. what all the money goes
1: through. yeah speaking of afterlife and Russia there's this really great story about this hostage situation and it it really um, it it shines to light how the United States deals with hostage situations and how Russia deals with hostage situations. So there okay. was this uh, there was this one time, and I believe it was like in the eighties. This movie theater in Russia was overtaken by a bunch of terrorists who was who were holding everybody hostage, and they're like demanding this like certain thing or whatever. And okay. you know, typically like. You know, in the United States, we would be very procedural in the way that we do everything. We would want as minimal casualties as possible, right? Right. Anyway, so the Russian uh, police, they just flooded the room with gas and killed everyone. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, no, it's like a, it's a real story. God, I forget what, what the movie theater was called, but it's like a real thing if you search it up.
0: Bro, that's messed. How many innocent people were in there? A lot, like, like... Over a hundred. What? Yeah. And they were all Russian. I mean, I guarantee. Like, if there was a foreigner in there, that would that would spark a, you know. You know, you would not, not some terror, but you know,
1: you you would think so. I I always hear you know countries say like, oh, if one of our Americans or if one of our French people or whatever like die overseas in another country, and that's and it's that country's fault. We're going to war. We're going to hold them accountable. But there's so many times. I feel like there's so many times where Americans have died in other countries because they are persecuted. Uh, Like, like, think about um, there's there's currently Americans in prison in Russia for committing for committing crimes that are like so like like nothing. Um, that they should be let out, but they're they're basically like psychologically tortured, and that's like a mm-hmm. real thing that exists. Like the whole like um, the whole Brittany Griner thing, right? That did you hear about that female basketball player who just got released by? The Russians, uh, granted, she was stupid.
0: Oh, is that the one where they traded with the mercenary of death? or what? The, the, the merchant of, merchant
1: death. of death, bro. They I traded. like that name,
0: by the way. It's pretty yeah. cool.
1: Bro, bro, imagine, like, this is the playing cards of the U.S. They're like, yeah, we really want that female basketball player back. And we'll give you the guy who is responsible for the
0: deaths of, like, thousands of people.
1: Like, what? That's the worst trade deal in history.
0: Interested? No, I didn't really read up on it. But it was a pretty cool name. Why is he called a Merchant of Death? What did he do? He's an arms dealer. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, okay. okay, but
1: he's not like a low level arms dealer. He he sells like he sells like a, like like missile launchers by like the thousands to people. Like I don't even know where he gets all these missile launchers,
0: but he gets them and he sells them. So uh, it was a private military contractor.
1: Yeah, basically. Um, and, that's uh, a pretty about, good job Cooper. yeah they actually someone interviewed him once and uh, and they said why are you an arms dealer isn't that a terrible thing and he said well if I don't do it somebody will
0: I mean there's a point
1: yeah I guess so
0: yeah but trading him for what a female basketball player I don't know man
1: yeah it's like I, I oftentimes forget that the WNBA is actually a thing
0: and apparently yeah.
1: they make millions yeah Brittany Griner oh. is a multi-millionaire, and I had never heard of her until she was yeah. imprisoned. Why was she imprisoned in the first place, anyway? Because she carried weed into Russia, which is stupid.
0: Oh, my God. So you're telling me that someone that carried weed is equal to someone that, you know, smuggles in millions of, you know, military-grade missiles and 50 cows exactly. and exactly. What the heck? That's the- Look, man, like, I understand that's an American life on the line, but, like, come on, man. I'm not going to give you a snicker bar for, I don't know, what would you offer me in return for a snicker bar?
1: Well, I would offer you 5,000 missile launchers, obviously. It doesn't
0: make any sense.
1: Yeah, no, it doesn't make any sense at all. And she's a female basketball player, so that just, I mean, that's, like, the most useless thing like, I'm sorry, but nobody watches the WNBA. I watched, I watched a WNBA game once. I watched, like, 10 <laughs> seconds of it. And, like, they literally, like, it's impossible to, for them to even dunk. They're too short. Like, it's... Wait,
0: if NBA... NBA is National Basketball Association, right? Yes. So what's the W
1: part? Women. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, no, they have their own... <laughs> yeah i like i did i knew it was a thing i didn't know that they make millions because basically what happens is the nba makes all the money and then they fund the wnba for equality which is like crazy
0: okay look i know it's kind of off topic from the afterlife but i feel like me saying this would probably send me to the afterlife by the democrats anyway but i never understood like when you know people like uh what's your name Rapino. They say that, oh, we should be, we should have like equal play, pay, blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, right? It's not a gender thing. It's a broadcasting thing. If people tune in to watch the men's game more, they get more revenue. They're going to get more money that way. So it's like, I'm pretty sure that like the MLS or or the the WNBA, I don't think they get the same amount of numbers as like, you know, NBA per se. So you can't, like, it it doesn't make any sense. It's like saying that I'm a YouTuber. PewDiePie is a youtuber we should get paid the boat you know the, the same thing because we're in the same industry no he gets a lot more views he has a lot more subscribers obviously he's gonna make more money it's not a gender thing I never understood that
1: yeah yeah well and and the reality of the matter is that nobody wants to watch the women's soccer team play because they are at the skill level of ninth grade boys.
0: Oh no! You know what? I don't know much about the, the 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 women's basketball team, but the the women's soccer team. I'm sure you can agree they're actually better than the men's soccer team. Anyway, they win the World Cup. They're
1: good. They're they're amazing when it comes to women's soccer. But if they ever played the men's soccer team, they would lose like 25 to nil.
0: Oh yeah! Um, obviously, yeah. Um, that's why they don't play each other. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So there's a there's actually an article that exists out there, um, where. And the reason why I say they're at the skill level of ninth grade boys, that's actually a compliment because they're below the skill level of ninth grade boys, because, <laughs> uh, this is a true story. Okay. I'm not being sexist. This is a real thing that happened. The women's soccer team played a friendly against a ninth grade, like Houston dynamo's youth team. And they got crushed like 10 mil.
0: Bruh. Yeah. Th- th- it's, it's a real story. So uh, U.S. women's team versus a uh, Charles Ryan varsity team. When? Yeah, I think
1: I think that would be an interesting game, to say the least.
0: I think you'd be I, running circles around like what Alex Morgan. Probably yeah. not her, but like maybe the others.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Alex Morgan is cute. Megan Rapinoe that's is not. True. Let's <laughs> let's just face the facts. All right.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's so like comparing like a yellow tang to like a flounder.
1: Yeah. What? what?
0: Wait no, never mind. Seafood, seafood was last week. It's not. Oh yeah. Oh,
1: okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh,
0: I'll just say it's like comparing heaven to hell. There you go. There okay.
1: we go. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely going to hell after this episode. Yeah,
1: but what do you think? Okay, so let's say hypothetically, mm. both of us get into heaven. What does heaven okay. look like?
0: You know what? That's interesting because all right, um, I want to know what. Y- imagine that we're both kids again. Okay, what was your I guess, draw your picture of heaven when you were a kid. You know, what do you I, think it was like? As a
1: kid, I always figured that it was a place where I was going to be able to see my entire family lineage and we were all going to be able to hang out in, like, a really cool mansion.
0: Alright, so it wasn't that generic, like, the gates open and you're walking on clouds kind of shit, right? No,
1: it was like... I wanna have dinner with my entire like family lineage. I think that would be so cool. And to like talk to the ones that fought in World War II and talk to the ones who were like peasants in Germany, you know, it's it's that would be so cool to me.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh my my picture of heaven as a kid was San Francisco.
1: Huh? That,
0: <laughs> that was it.
1: A kid it was
0: just- I just remember uh, the first time I went to San Francisco was like when I was like five, and I just thought it was like the coolest place on earth at the time because that was the same trip where I went to Disneyland because it was just an entire like Cali, you know, vacation. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And ever since then, I always thought that oh yeah, heaven is just San Francisco. Like I would imagine like the 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 hills, you know what I mean, and like what is it called, like the trams or whatever that that there the, are in San Francisco, whatever they're called. Oh, the BART oh. system yeah yeah that and, and just like you know I, I remember going to i forgot it was a long time since i've, I've been to sf bro it was like what like there was some, like, a like pier right there's some some kind of really important pier or something yeah like, the, fa- the fairy
1: building and
0: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I literally thought that was heaven bro I, I remember the first time i saw like a chevy chevelle ss and then like yeah i was just like oh it's the best day of my life <laughs> so, yeah now it's growing up now when i think of heaven i just think of like Food, no rent, no bills. (laughs) (laughs) A A full cupboard. (laughs) Clean water no politics it's just really boring shit i mean a part of me doesn't even believe in heaven anymore Not, not number one because i don't i'm not really religious anymore um i've I just had too many scarring memories of, of of church when i was a kid and also number two why think about heaven when you know you're going to hell anyway so i don't
1: think you're going to hell lewis Unless you're like yeah, a serial I've killer, bad
0: things in my life. But um, considered like if you put me in the same table with like people that have actually done really bad things, like I, I'm nothing in comparison. To be fair,
1: yeah. Like I think if we were to compare like you and and Joseph Stalin, like I think, <laughs> I think Joseph Stalin is is
0: gonna is gonna be you know in hell, and you're gonna be in heaven. Like I, See, that's the that's the interesting thing that I learned from uh, not not from being a Catholic when I was a kid, but um. Uh, buddhism uh i'm not sure if you remember that like race and religion class culture and religion class that we had remember in yes. like yeah I that. um yeah there was this one thing that i i always like thought was kind of interesting in the in the buddhism like uh, religion um there were seven levels to hell <laughs> um and it's like the the worse your crimes were the the deeper you went yeah, Like, level 7 was the worst, but level 1 is like, oh, this is entry-level hell, you know? It's like, it's kind of bad, but it's still okay. Like, we're, maybe we're off on Sundays. You gotta go on a field trip to heaven to see what it's like or something. But, like, yeah. yeah. I always thought that, oh, if that was true, I feel like I'd be, like, a level 1, level 2 kind of hell, you know?
1: You know what that reminds me of? There's, like, this Spanish movie called, um, like, The Cube or something? I think that's what it's called. The Cube, okay. Um, and I, I think so. Don't, don't quote me on that. But it's basically this movie about this guy who, like, wakes up um, on this, like, level of this, like, detention center. And every single month, he wakes up and he's in a different level. And the, and the higher the level gets, that's the, lower, that's the deeper it is into the ground. Um, oh. And the worse the conditions are. And basically, Ooh. if you're at the top, you get all the food in the world, all sorts of stuff. But when you're at the bottom... Like you get you get nothing, and you're and you're forced to like eat your cellmate and stuff like that, and it's crazy. And uh, that's that's kind of what that reminds me of. And I think that I, I I believe that movie was actually an allegory for purgatory.
0: Okay. Yeah. So purgatory is like level five, I guess. If you said level one was good,
1: I have no idea, man. I'm just. Uh... That's that's just what I remember from the movie. And I remember there was also this girl that was, like, stabbing people. Um, yeah. Okay. I never watched I the movie, but I watched an hour-long analysis on it, so...
0: Oh, on YouTube?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I know how you feel. I, I It's funny that you mentioned that because I watched, like, an hour-long analysis on this Korean movie of what it's like to be a fish when you're caught and ready to be eaten or about to be eaten. <laughs> I'm not sure if you've seen that. So basically, like, it's like a... It's like a really like fucked up version of like Nemo. So it's like it's about it's about this, um, what is that? I think it's like a marlin not a marlin, it's uh some kind of trout. I don't know, some kind of fish that you eat. Um, and she gets caught. Uh, and and she she gets put in a tank basically which is in which is at the seafood restaurant which is across the ocean and like every day it's just about this fish like making friends like with the other fish in the tank but one day she would wake up and like one of the fishes are gone and then next thing you know she looks out the window and it's like it's on a plate somewhere in the restaurant it's really messed up
1: that's some like concentration camp shit right there
0: Yo, no, it was messed, and then like in the end, like it wasn't even a good ending because it was kind of like, oh, should I? You, you do you want me to spoil it for you? Do you, I, think you go it it. Like, I think you can spoil
1: it. I think you can spoil it.
0: Okay, so it was like she basically like plans this escape, right? She she wants to plan this escape. She talks to, like the other fish. She's like, okay, like we're we're gonna get out of here. We got this, right? Um, and then like apparently like the fish, I don't know what they were thinking. Uh, probably some afterlife kind of you know notion in their mind. There was another tank that was below the fish tank. It was full of crabs. And basically what they wanted to do, their plan was to tell the crabs to, to join in, you know, gang up with them. So it was going to be the fish and the crabs uprising together to get out of the tanks, right? Because they saw that the crabs have claws and everything. And the, and the, and the fish thought that the, the, the crabs could, like, break the glass if there's really powerful claws. And basically, like, the fish was like, oh, like the main character, like the protagonist, she was like, okay, I'm going to go talk to the crabs tomorrow morning. Uh, tell them about our, you know, our mission to get out. And then, like, you know, we're going to break out together. Yay, it's going to be happy Disney movie, blah, blah, blah. She so the next morning she jumps into the, the crab's tank, right? And the crabs don't understand a single thing she says because like in the in the movie apparently crabs have their own language and fish have their own language. So then the crabs start tearing her up.
1: Oh my god, dude. Yeah. That's a freaking messed up movie.
0: Yeah. but that's the thing that's the thing she actually survives and then one of the people in the cafe or the restaurant realizes there's this like half dead fish now floating in the fish tank but then so he takes the fish and puts it back in the main tank and it's funny because when the fish goes back to the main tank basically when the fish was in the main fish tank she made a friend with another like kind of like the backup like the featuring fish i guess the the featuring character and the next morning um, the back of fish was so concerned uh, at, at where the, the protagonist fish went, so he jumped into the craft tank too, and he died. What? Yep.
1: Man, that is that movie is a trip for sure.
0: No, Good seriously, roar. if you if you watch the YouTube like analysis of it, like it shows clips of the death scene of the other fish, it is gruesome. Dang! Thank God I don't actually care about fish. <laughs> And this is all in animation form as well. Like 3D animation. It was messed.
1: Wow. That's, uh, who has an idea like that for a movie? That's crazy.
0: The Koreans.
1: Yeah, that's fair enough. (laughs) They're they're into some weird stuff, for sure.
0: Yeah, it was not a good ending. And then, like, I was reading the comments afterwards, and then people were like, oh, yeah, this is normal. Like, Korean movies always have bad endings. I'm just like, oh.
1: Fair enough. They're like French movies, you know? (laughs)
0: Oh, do they have bad endings, too? I thought, like, French yeah. endings just always add in sex.
1: Well, you know, that's half of them, and then the other half are, <laughs> are disappointing sex. You know, it's a... But anyways, uh, yeah, no, Americans were kind of the only ones that uh, that, that that broke that, that genre of sadness and wanted happy endings and everything, because I think it has something to do with, like, the American dream, you know, which I support, because I think when I'm going to go to heaven... It's going to be a wonderful time, and I'm going to have a big family dinner with my entire lineage. And speaking of which, it is the end of our episode, Louis. Thank you very much, uh, listeners to Loose Cannons, for joining in today for a very special episode of The Afterlife. We will see you next time. Bye.